Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca, your host with The Noisiest Cat. Again, honestly, if you can hear a purring in the background, just know that it's my kitty cat, Primrose. She is a true angel. I can't believe she's only been my adopted daughter for, what is it, two weeks now? It's like having a fucking dog. I swear to God, it is like having a dog. If I go upstairs to go to the bathroom, she follows me up the stairs and comes and sits on the floor in the bathroom while I wee and then comes back down. Like, 
what cat does that? Is this normal? Is this normal cat behavior? And when it gets to evening time, she just will not leave me alone. So she just sits on my chest and purrs loudly in my ear, so loudly that I have to have subtitles on my Netflix because she's quite loud. So yeah, if you can hear the purring in the background, that's what it is. But I'm so happy we got her. A couple of people said on my Instagram, oh my God, Bo's manifestation came true. And I was like, do you know what? I think he might be right because this cat kind of just came out of nowhere. Like this decision to get a kitten, which is such a big decision, like it's a, what, 20 year commitment. It kind of just came out of nowhere. And it's not something that I take lightly, but it just kind of happened. And I truly feel like Primrose was meant to be in our lives and we love her so much. And it's going to sound really like hypothetic but I honestly feel like she's made this house a home not that my adorable three children have not made this house a home but it's like she's just the the cherry on top of the cake where this house it now just feels like our family home and it's like we're just all so happy here and it's just so fucking delightful I'm living the dream guys I'm finally living the dream it's been a dark dark year but we got there. Anyway, who would have thought a cat would have been the thing to uh, top it all off? Now, this week, I am knee deep in Marie Kondo. That actually sounds disgusting. Sorry. I'm I'm just knee deep in decluttering. We are doing the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up this month in the book club, and it is fucking life-changing. I love it. I've always known that decluttering is a huge part of manifesting. You know, one of the three universal laws of attraction is that um, the universe hates a vacuum, like it will not allow any space to be empty. And so if you clear something out, it will replace it with something else. Now, if all of the energy in your life, whether that's in your work, your relationships, your home, your stuff, whatever it might be, is stagnant and hasn't moved and is cluttered and is full, there's no room to allow in anything new. And so that is why we're doing that book this month. And it has been incredible. I'm loving it. One of the interesting things is I thought I had read this book before, but it turns out I had not. I have not read this motherfucking book at all. I think I just maybe read the first chapter once or I listened to a little bit on Audible and I just heard Declutter and I was like, I'm going for it. But I actually didn't pay attention to all of the little nuances that make this method specific to the Comory method, which promises that you will never rebound, you will never get messy again, you'll never become cluttered again. And this is something that I really struggle with. I have no problems with chucking shit away and giving stuff to charity and giving stuff away. In fact, I love it. I love giving stuff to charity. I divide up all my stuff between like women's refuges, a place in Africa that needs baby grows, all that kind of shit. And some larger items, I've even started like putting stuff on my driveway with a sign attached to it saying, please take me. And this lovely lady that has an adopted dog, she like adopted him from Romania or somewhere random. She came the other day as I was getting out my car and was like, thank you so much for the toy you left on your driveway. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. And she's like, yeah, I'm having my first grandchild and they're going to love it. And it's just such a great, positive, vibrational feeling to know that your things are being used, that they're being recycled, that those people aren't going to go out and buy some plastic new thing. Like they're going to reuse this wooden toy that in fact, I bought from Facebook Marketplace. So it's already been through at least three families. And there's just such a great vibe to that. 
So yeah, as I said, my problem is not with getting rid of stuff. It's more of the fact that I quickly become cluttered again and that my systems don't always work. So I put things in a certain place and then it's not long before it kind of all falls apart again. And Marie Kondo's method promises that that will not happen to you. So I've been taking the little nuances of her method very, very seriously this month. So one of the things that I missed when I'd read this book before or didn't read it, whatever, is that you should have gratitude for all of your possessions, even the ones that you hate and are discarding with ease. So she has this thing where Number one, when she enters a space, she greets the space, she greets the house. She also does some other like kind of crazy stuff, like she taps things to wake them up. She exposes things to wake them up and um, re-energize your items. But also, when you're discarding things, you don't just throw stuff away. And I must admit, this is what I was doing. I did not practice this. But actually, as you get rid of each item, you thank it. You thank it for what part it's had in your life. Now, if you're discarding something that is a t-shirt you've had for 10 years and you've worn it loads and it's got holes under the arms and whatever ever. It's really easy to sort of say, oh, thank you for all of the times you've kept me clothed or you've kept me warm or I've loved wearing you. You've let me express my individuality through your crazy slogan or whatever it might be. But what about if you have an item in your wardrobe that's like never been worn and it was such a stupid purchase that you're like, fuck, I just wasted my money here. Well, you could still have gratitude for that item. You could still have gratitude of the action of buying it. I mean, don't we just love buying shit? Oh, this is one of the things. I mean, we are basically set up to be hoarders because we are, as a species, hunters, gatherers, right? So men are hunters. That's why they love to do sports and chase shit. I don't know men are weird. But women, we're gatherers. And so in the past, we would have gone out with our other women folk and our children strapped to our back. And we would have gathered like berries and nuts and leaves and stuff to make our homes comfortable and food to feed our children. And now that we don't have to put so much energy and time into that just for mere survival, we get this great rush of adrenaline from buying stuff for our homes, buying stuff for ourselves, buying stuff for our children, our families. Because it just really taps into that ancestral primitive urge that we have to provide and to gather. But instead of foraging through the forest all day for a couple of edible mushrooms, we're now literally just going into next and living our best lives, buying up all of the amazing girl stuff. Seriously, baby girl clothing in next. Why is it so goddamn cute? And H&M. H&M is giving me my best neutral lives. Honestly, the girls just have everything in neutral colours and I'm just living for it. So this idea of showing gratitude to all of the items in your life, even the ones that you're discarding, stems from her background, Marie Kondo's background, in the Shinto religion. Now, Shinto is one of the most ancient religions in Japan. And one of its beliefs is that everything contains energy or an essence, whether that's good or bad. So showing gratitude or re-energizing items by exposing them to light, etc., um, can help to realign those energies or turn bad energies into good, all that kind of stuff. Basically, think feng shui, but specifically for items. Now, if you think about this, this isn't just exclusive to Shinto or to uh, Japan. If you think of the amount of fucking horror films that have been made about 
an item, usually a doll that becomes like possessed and has like bad energy. Um, even houses, all you know, I will not live in an old building, an old property. Any house I buy has to be pretty new because I am scared that it's going to have all of these previous lives in them. And what if there's bad energy? And I know you can clear it out, but I'm not ready for that shit. Actually, my apartment in London is 140 years old. It's old as fuck, but I live mostly in the extension. And also there's people all around me, like there's people next door, there's people upstairs, downstairs. I don't need to be scared there. But a house, a house where you're on your own. No, thank you, sir. Now, I found this really interesting article about the Shinto religion on Huffington Post, and I just wanted to read you this little bit. So it says, Kami are Shinto spirits present everywhere, in humans, in nature, even in inanimate objects. At an early age, I understood this to mean that all creations were miracles of a sort. I would consider a spatula used to cook my eggs with the wonder and mindful appreciation you'd afford a sculpture. Someone had to invent it. Many human hands and earthly resources helped get it to me, and now I use it every day. According to Shinto animism, some inanimate objects could gain a soul after a hundred years of surface. Isn't that fucking wild? So it felt natural to acknowledge them and express my gratitude to them. So I am 100% here for this shit. Anything that is about gratitude for whatever it may be, whether it's an inanimate object or nature or a person, I am fucking here for it. So this got me thinking of how we could use this to manifest our goals and to as always, be living our best goddamn lives. Now, if any of you have done the magic, I know I fucking bang on about the magic a lot, but quite honestly, it is one of the most amazing things I've ever done. I do it once a year in January and it's fucking life changing. It is all about gratitude. Nothing in the magic is about manifesting. Nothing. There's nothing in it about what are your goals for the next three years? What do you want to achieve? It is all focused on gratitude. And let me tell you, I've had more miraculous results using just gratitude than anything else. And so I was thinking this could be a fun exercise for us to try. Now, I gave you guys an exercise a couple of episodes back, which was to activate your reticular activation system or whatever it's called. And you all sent me so many brown cars, green cars, fucking pink cars on my Instagram. Thank you so much. I love seeing all those stories. It was so amazing to kind of see the podcast come to life almost in like a visual form and see how you all are experiencing this with me. And I really hope that this is going to be a similar experience where we all get to do this together and truly see what a difference it will make. Now, in the magic, there are 28 different gratitude uh, processes or practices and each one you just do for a day. So all I'm asking you to do is to do this for a day. Today, the day that you're listening to this podcast, unless you're listening to this at 10 o'clock at night, do it tomorrow. And this is going to really transform your day and start to transform your mindset just through the simple process of gratitude. Now, let's pretend that we are Shinto just for the day. And let's for one day express gratitude consciously for everything we use. Now, when I started thinking about this, I was truly shocked because it was so fucking easy. Everything you use from the minute you wake up till the minute you go to bed, it is so easy to express gratitude for. I mean, when you first wake up, you're in a bed, you've got a blanket over you, 
Hashtag blessed. I mean, can you imagine having to sleep without a bed and without anything covering you, being cold or being wet? Like how fucking horrible would that be? One of the first things I do in the morning is I change many, many nappies. I mean, I don't, I just change two. But something I thought was like, can you imagine if I lived back in yesteryear where you had to just like, no fucking baby wipes, no baby wipes. What would you do? Oh, Lord. I mean, my mum and my nan had to live that reality, but not having baby wipes and not having disposable nappies. Lord, help me. Lord above, help me. Some of these poos smell like the devil himself. And so I cannot imagine like back in the day, if you had a baby, it meant you basically just stank of shit for like two years, basically. Because, oh Lord, just not being able to properly clean anything. Sorry, I'm just going on about nappies quite a lot now. But that is how much my gratitude was when I suddenly realised like, wow, I have nappies and wipes. Like how fucking blessed am I? And it carries on throughout the day. I mean, imagine trying to eat your breakfast without a bowl or without a fork or without a spoon. Like how difficult would that be? It would just make your day so fucking hard. I'm really thankful for all of the toys that my children have. It keeps them so entertained. It keeps them so busy. It provides learning opportunities for them. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for my car. And in fact, I talked about this on my Patreon just this week when we were talking about this similar sort of subject. In the past, I was a little bit like worried if my car was going to like not make it or something because my mileage got very high on it and I couldn't really afford to replace it. And so I used to practice gratitude with my car. Every time I got into drive, I would thank it. I would keep a crystal um, selenite, I think it was, which was for um, safety and protection. I would keep that in my car. If I wanted to show my car gratitude, I would keep it clean. I'd go and take it for a car wash. I would do all of these things. I'd keep it clear of rubbish inside to show it that I was appreciative of it and that it would look after me. And I really do that the same with my new car now. So Bo christened our new car, Bigly. I don't know why, but that's his name now. We can't change it. And Bigly is a boy. I know that this is unusual, number one, for a car, because most vehicles tend to be women, right? I don't know why we do that, but boats, cars, they're always a she. But my car is a boy. And also because in my household, we are all girls. We don't have any boys. Even the cat is a girl. So it's very unusual. But Bigly has become like this. I know he's an inanimate object. I know. But we are Shinto today. So bear with me. I'm not going to start turning into one of those people that like has sex with cars. You know how many men do that? They like fuck the exhaust pipe. Honestly, it's random. But you can go down a whole rabbit hole of that of people that love inanimate objects. There's a name for it. I can't remember what it is. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Bigly is a boy, okay? Now, we don't have necessarily a man in our family that like protects us and looks after us. Even my dad, he's not very like protective. I couldn't really count on him to look after me or the children. So the car has become that for us. And I know this sounds really, as I'm saying it, I know I sound fucking crazy, okay? I know I sound it. But I envisage him as this protector that is, I'm like, oh, Big Lee, can you take me to school, please? Oh, I'll make sure you and the children all get to school safely. And you're not only going to be safe, but you're going to be really warm and you're going to be entertained and there's toys in the car for you. And I just 
fucking love it. It makes me feel so much gratitude for the car. And in turn, I know that the car is going to serve me for a really long time and not ever give me any trouble because I'm so grateful for it. So if it helps you to almost humanize whatever objects that you are trying to feel gratitude for, um, I know that it's something that's helped me to visualize my car as this almost like the man of the family. I know this, this is honestly... This is sounding weird, but it really does help me. And he takes us places and he makes sure we get places safely. And I'm really, really grateful to him for that. Um, so as you go throughout your day, you know, I did this today because I wanted to do it before I spoke to you guys about it. I was even thinking about, you know, my laptop, my microphone, the pen and paper that I write my notes with, all of these things that help me do my job. I'm so thankful to all of these things. The items I keep in my bathroom to wash my hair, to condition, the skincare I use for my skin, my toothbrush, everything I have is so perfect for its purpose. And if it's not perfect for its purpose, fucking get rid of it because that is what Comrie says. I realised actually whilst I was researching this episode that a way that I did used to practice this without even realising was in my salon business. So I remember I would repeatedly say to different people, I can't believe my spray tan machine and my spray tan course was like a hundred pounds and it was like a birthday present eight years ago. And as a result of that, I have this entire business. And as I sat doing like my 14th hour of the day of eyelash extensions, I'd look down at my little tweezers that were like five ninety nine from eBay. And I just think, obviously, it's not all down to the tweezers. There's my education, my experience, the, the property that I was working from, the business premises, the advertising, the website, the the lashes, all of the other stuff that went with it, with it of course. But I'd look down at these little tweezers and I just think you have worked for 14 hours today. Like I'm so thankful for you. And I think the same with my spray tan machine and my spray tan gun. I just think this little hundred pound machine. Now, of course, it wasn't the same hundred pound machine that I'd bought eight years ago. I think I'd gone through about five by then but it was like the idea of it I was really thankful to these items these inanimate objects for enabling me to live my best life and to run my business and to make a shitload of money from doing a beauty business and I think that's why my beauty business was so successful was because I was really grateful for the things that helped me and also for the clients and all that jazz now I would love you today to just try this and see how you feel. I mean, one day's gratitude, you're much better off to actually use this as part of a whole week of gratitude or something as something bigger. As you do more and more days, it will have a cumulative effect. But if you do nothing else, just try this today. One day of gratitude for everything that you use in your life. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Now, 
Now, you may be thinking, why? Why is this gratitude going to help me? Now, I have found an amazing article from Greater Good Magazine, Science-Based Insights for a Meaningful Life. And they actually do ask people to donate because um, they keep their articles free for people that need them. And I'm very hashtag grateful. And I donated £10 because I am going to read you this article, not in its entirety, but there was so much great stuff in it that I really wanted to share it with you. So it's why gratitude is good. So Robert Emmons is the world's leading scientific expert on gratitude, and he reveals why gratitude is good for our bodies, our minds and our relationships. For more than a decade, I've been studying the effects of gratitude on physical health, on psychological well-being and on our relationship with others. In a series of studies, my colleagues and I have helped people systematically cultivate gratitude, usually by keeping a gratitude journal in which they regularly record the things for which they're grateful. Gratitude journals and other gratitude practices often seem so simple and basic. In our studies, we often have people keep gratitude journals for just three weeks, and yet the results have been overwhelming. We've studied more than 1,000 people from ages 8 to 80 and found that people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits. So the physical benefits that have been um, garnered from gratitude are stronger immune systems, less bothered by aches and pains, lower blood pressure, exercise more and take get better care of their health, sleep longer and feel more refreshed upon waking. The psychological effects are higher levels of positive emotions, more alert, alive and awake, more joy and pleasure, more optimism and happiness. And on the social side, more helpful, generous and compassionate, more forgiving, more outgoing, less lonely and isolated. The social benefits are especially significant here because, after all, gratitude is a social emotion. I see it as a relationship-strengthening emotion because it requires us to see how we've been supported and affirmed by other people. So he goes on to say, why might gratitude have these transformative effects on people's lives? There are several important reasons, but he wants to just highlight four in particular that I want to share with you now. The first is that gratitude allows us to celebrate the present. It magnifies positive emotions. Two, gratitude blocks toxic negative emotions such as envy, resentment and regret. Emotions that can destroy our happiness. There's even recent evidence, including a 2008 study in the Journal of Research in Personality, showing that gratitude can reduce the frequency and duration of episodes of depression. Well, that seems very obvious, I would have thought. Um, this makes sense. You cannot feel envious and grateful at the same time. They are incompatible feelings. Um, number three is that grateful people are more stress resistant. There's a number of studies showing that in the face of serious trauma, adversity and suffering, if people have a grateful disposition, they'll recover more quickly. And four, grateful people have a higher self of sense worth. I think that's because when you're grateful, you have the sense that someone else is looking out for you. Someone else has provided for your well-being or you notice the network of relationships past and present of people who are responsible for helping you to get where you are right now. Once you start to recognise the contributions that other people have made to your life, once you realise that other people have seen the value in you, you can transform the way you see yourself. So there we go. Cultivating an attitude of gratitude is absolutely imperative for us to be able to fully live our best lives and live our best law of attraction, self-development, I want to be better each month, lives. 
So you can really see the importance of cultivating an attitude of gratitude and doing this for the long haul. This isn't about just doing it for a couple of days to see how you feel or doing it to reach a particular goal or to manifest something specifically. We really want to be able to cultivate this to become a part of our disposition. There are several ways you can do this. And I think the best way is to do a gratitude journal. I really got into the habit after doing the magic. I decided that it was so transformative on my life that I couldn't afford to go a single day without writing my blessings in the morning. And that is something that has very much fallen by the wayside in the last last couple of months, let's just say. Um, And it's something I'd love to get back into the practice of. And so now she's getting older and children just repeat what you do. They soak in everything that you do. I really want to try and make it a habit now in the morning of going back to that, of doing our gratitude list together over breakfast and talking about what we're excited for that day, what we're grateful for that day, something that we have kept up and is a habit that we do every single night is when I get into bed with Bo and put her to bed, I say, what is the best thing that happened to you today? And it's so wonderful because she starts to talk about all of the great things that happened that day, which of course is the idea of trying to find the best thing is that you suddenly remember all the great things that happened to you. Do you know what? I really want to branch out more into the law of attraction with children and teaching children to embrace this way of life and to discover the positives and the amazing effects that discovering the law of attraction can bring to your life. And somebody that I've been speaking to on Instagram, someone slid in my DMs, And I think she's on my Patreon, actually. But she said um, she's a teacher and she'd love me to go and speak in her class. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Um, But she is sharing the magic with her students. And she was saying that one of the girls in her class just wants a friend. That's all she wants. She's not really good with like relationships and stuff. And she just really wants a friend. And I just think how incredible. And she said it's worth doing all this just for that one girl. And I just think how incredible. Like if I had known about all this shit when I was younger, my life would have been so much different. But hey, you can't look back. You're not going that way. We've just got to keep on plowing forwards. So anyway, um, next week, I will probably carry on with this kind of train of thought because I am going to do all about, I'm so fucking excited, get ready for the 90s vibes. It's about how feng shui can help you to manifest. So all of the arrangement of your house, the energy flow of your house or your room or your office, whatever it may be, can help you to manifest or it may be blocking you from manifesting your dream life. So we will find out about that next week. Come and join me for that. Okay, so if you enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a review. Please subscribe. Please rate it. These are all the things that really, really help a girl out. So please do that if you have a second Um, and share this podcast with a friend if you feel like they would gain some value from it. Um, Also, I have to let you know, this is so wild. Do you know what? I'm sure a lot of you are already doing this, but who is doing the Denise Duffield Thomas 5x5 uh, manifesting challenge? It's a five day manifesting challenge to attract more money into your life because we know she's all about money. That is her like area of expertise. And a lot of the girls in the Patreon group were doing it. And I was like, Do you know what? Sign me the fuck up. So a lot of us are doing it. And on day one, we had barely even started it. The girl from my post office, Emily, sends me a message and says, hey, guess what? Good news. I've just spoken to my boss and it turns out you're allowed to ship to Europe again. And I'm like, shut the front door. 
fucking Brexit, when all this stuff happened where we weren't allowed to uh, ship to Europe, we literally lost half of our business overnight. A lot of my orders for the manifesting candles, for the gratitude necklaces, all that kind of stuff. We had a huge amount of orders from Ireland. Ireland, Europe, it was huge. And so overnight, we lost half our business. Day one of this money manifesting course, and literally, I've just been told that we're allowed to ship to Europe again. So if you were looking to order a necklace or a candle or whatever else you wanted to order, we are now shipping to Europe again. I mean, it got to the point where I was even going to get my friend John in Australia to ship from Australia to Europe, which is fucking wild. But I didn't choose Brexit, okay? I did not vote leave. So... um If you want to order something for Christmas, there may still be delays. I will caveat it with that. There may still be delays to Europe. Apparently, it's taking two to three weeks. So if you want to order something for Christmas, please do order now. Order early um, and it will get you before Christmas. And yeah, we're shipping worldwide, baby. We are worldwide. And that's all I've got to tell you. Um, I will see you next week to get our feng shui vibes on. And I hope you have a great week and I hope you have a great day of being grateful for every item that you use. Share with me your experiences. Tag me on Facebook. Tag me in your stories. I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Or if you want to come and see a very gorgeous kitty cat called Primrose, I'm at Francesca Amber. Um, But yeah, I'll see you next week, bitches. Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Marketers and business owners, you've been pining after a certain someone. Your job's on the line. You're desperate for them to like you back. Here's a word of advice from me. Talking is hot. Just you and them, finally alone, like us two right now. Maybe under the duvet, headphones on, -on one-on-one. 
Podcast advertising is proven to be one of the best ways to catch their attention. So surprise them while they're tuned in, while the moment's right. Say a line or two that really gets them going. Next time, if you want to win over your special someone and build some brand love, experiment with something new. Just focus on your voice. Advertise on more than 100,000 podcast shows with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started.